So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest today, Mr. Paul Swack from Swack Real Estate Group. This is a cool story, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty in this. I mean, here's a guy, you know, uh, uh, with an athlete's mindset, right, uh, was a restaurant guy. And you, we all know uh, restaurant work is workaholic work for very little pay. And um, I got out of that, jumped right into real estate. Hey, listen to this, 14 months ago. 14 months ago. Sounds crazy, right? But he's done over 30 transactions in 14 months. Just hit the ground running, doing all kinds of stuff. And I, I was referred to him and uh, I was like, I got to get this guy on the show. We got to find out like what he's doing because everybody needs to know. So without further ado, Mr. Paul Swack, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Hey, uh, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they get to know you better? Well, kind of like you said, the athlete mindset, my background was baseball. That was my whole life. Played Division One college baseball in Virginia and from the central coast of California. Uh, when I graduated college, I had the you know great idea that I wanted to get into the restaurant business. And um, I started a, a pizza, wings, beer and wine, uh, small business I, I financed through my grandmother. And in that, in that 10 year period from, from 24, 25 to 35 years old, um, I opened up three restaurants, worked seven days a week for pretty much the entire 10 years um, with a handful of days off a year for holidays. And uh, at the end of the 10 years, I, I had found myself $131 into debt whenever I finally closed out the last restaurant. I had my good times and bad times, but uh, ended up opening one restaurant that kind of just put me under financially and just trying to recover from that. Wanted to get into real estate, always loved it, had a little family background with properties and seeing my grandparents collecting rental income checks. And uh, there was things like that that always I, I would just kind of keep an eye on. I ended up getting my license or going in to get my license. And it took about 10 months um, to get my license from start to finish. Uh, and then I got my license in June of last year. So uh, all the way up to that point, I mean, that's pretty much the background of, of where I came from and what I've done. Um, and I kind of just, you know, got lucky with hitting the ground running. So you had this, you know, you obviously had hustle, right? Because you were opening three restaurants and, you know, how, how much money did you make? Did you say like your last year, you actually lost money your last year? I, I've made money and lost money in multiple years. Um, I ended up opening a restaurant. I would say I was 28, 29 years old. I was in there for two years, lost about a hundred grand on that deal. The first year just kind of killed me. The second year was okay, but it just never was going to recover. So we closed that one out, had the other two, got down to one and finally just said, you know, I knew it wasn't in line with what my goals were going to be for what I wanted to achieve. And, um, just got out of, of the industry totally. So 
I would say, you know, on a good year, if I could make 20, 25 grand of a net profit at the end of the year, I was happy. And that was where I was happy. And that just wasn't anything that was going to get me to what I, you know, where well, that's I crazy, to. right? And especially yeah. if you work seven days a week, you know what I mean? And it's stressful. Right. Yeah. It's two grand a month. Yeah. And if you're not, if you're not making it, you know, and you've got all the stress for that and you're working all day, every day, I, I knew there was going to be something better for me. And, and, um, like I said, I mean, real estate, I, I wish I learned so much with the struggle of the restaurants that was great for my business, but I also uh, wish I would have got started earlier, obviously. Right. Well, hey, better late than never, right? I mean, you're still yeah. young. So you jump into real estate and you hit the ground running. Well, so, so tell me about the very beginning, like you got into real estate. When did you sell your first house? How long did it take to sell your first house? I got licensed in June, sold a house in August. So okay. a couple months. And how many have you sold since then? I've done 26 homes, two restaurants, three office leases, um, and, uh, and we also do property management in our office. There's just a couple of us, and I think I've brought in between like 10 and 12 new rental properties for us. Um, so 26 homes. My, my focus has been more on the residential side, but I, I, coming from the restaurant side, I love it. I understand it. I know commercial leases. Um, I'm also in the process of, you know, getting my CCIM licensing. So I've gone through part of that, those classes. And I love the commercial side of things, but um, especially in my area on the central coast, it's just harder to break into. And the real estate, the residential market has been very enjoyable for me, way more than I originally thought it would be. I kind of thought I would land more on the commercial side and I've been extremely happy uh, with the residential. Wow. And okay, so like, what is your ECI, as we like to say on the show, your ego commission income? What, and, 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 and since you didn't make any money for two months, of the last 12 months, what's your gross it's, commission? It's right around, I, I put it all together for the call. It's right, right at about 300000 Okay, and, and, and what's your profit margin? That was the profit after, after my commission split. So, so you, you profited three hundred. Yeah. No, and what about after your expenses? After my expenses, I would say it's probably around 240, 225, right in there. So you spend about 20%. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm going to be doing even more than that. Yep, so you spend 20, so, you, so, and then what's your split with your broker? Well, I've got a great deal. So I've got an 80-20 split, but I cap out at 12 grand. So I already paid my next year's deal in my first month. So you made 12, you made 312. Let's say you paid the broker 12. Correct. You're left with three. You spent 60. You're left with 240. So you made 240,000, right? And, and is that the most you've ever made? By far. Okay. It's 12 <laughs> times what you made the year before at 20000 a year owning a restaurant. So, um, yeah, that 20000 was a good year, by the way. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about how you did it. So, like, what, like tell me about the first deal you did. Where would you get that deal? Um, that was from somebody that I knew looking for investment property. You know, I, that, that was my first deal that I did on my own. I, I worked with my broker on a couple – um, small shopping center deals that would kind of be my first deal, but they were all his listings, his buyers, his sellers. So I did make a, a, a little bit of money on those, but I was more working as an assistant to him than it was my own deal. So my first deal of my own 
came from a, a friend of mine that was uh, looking for investment property. We bought a fourplex um, in the valley, kind of east of where I'm located, um, that was giving him just about a 12% return on his money, which was great. Um, so we, that was my first deal. Second and third deal came from people I knew right away in the same month of August. Um, how did, like, how did all these people know that you're now a real estate agent? I would say social media. So between me just talking to people and, you know, having the conversation of over those, over those 10 months of me getting my license, I was, I was always the restaurant guy. So everywhere I went or talked to people, I was letting everybody know that I was getting into real estate, kind of where the passion came from, from that, how much I've enjoyed it. I was actively in the process of working with people that wanted to buy restaurants. So that was my, one of my first few deals as well was selling the two restaurants that I sold. So it kind of came from just all of that. So like, so like if you were to give people advice, right? Cause this show's all about advice. Mm -hmm. Like what's the exact specific advice? What's the exact specific thing that you did? I think right? because a lot of a lot of people are you know they've been in business three years and a lot of their friends don't know they're an agent. How do how did how really what did, what specifically did you do physically to let people know you were an agent? I try to be. I was trying to be out in front of people. So by going out, being involved in different events or stuff in the community, I would let people know what I was doing because the question that I got every day was how are the restaurants going. And I used that to transition right into real estate every single time. Um, I also did stuff on Facebook, Instagram, so that social media wise, I was changing my brand of myself from restaurants to getting into real estate. I mean, that was ultimately all I did in the beginning was, you know, was that. And when I talk about like my brand, I feel like we all have our, our personality, right? And people connect with you, either if it's at a restaurant or a real estate agent or whatever that is. So I think if you can gain the, you know, for people to like you and trust you and want to work with you, I had a lot of that carryover into being in real estate. I think the first handful of deals came because the people thought that I was someone they would be able to work with versus my experience. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And so you just kept bringing it up, right? Like I'm yeah. getting into real estate. I'm getting into real estate. Brokers and team leaders, are you tired of seeing dwindling numbers at your monthly sales meetings? And I don't mean numbers as far as sales. I mean numbers as far as agents attending. Do you struggle with creating new and exciting content that will not only motivate your agents, but deliver actual results to them? Do you want your agents using proven sales techniques that increase their commissions? We've got the answer for you. Rebus University is launching a lunch and learn series you can purchase to provide structure and content to your meetings. The series has 12 30 minute trainings taught by me and top producers from around the world and specifically is designed to increase production for your agents. Plus, when you purchase these trainings, you will also receive significant discounts for the go-getters on your team or in your office who want more training and bigger results. So don't delay. Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams. 
That's hybendigital.com backslash teams or call Catherine Brower today at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900 and get started with your Rebus University Lunch and Learn. Okay, so uh, let's talk about the 26 residential deals first. So, like, where are they coming from today? Like, how are you at? Like, okay, so, like, first of all, of those 26, how many are listings? How many are buyers? Uh, let's see. I wrote it down. There was, uh, there was nine listings, 17 buyers. Okay. So, let's talk about the listings because I like talking about listings. First and foremost, buyers are easy. Sounds like you were getting some buyers from your broker. Is that right? Your broker was giving you some leads? No, I never had a lead from a, my broker. I just said, I meant before I got my license, I was working with him kind of as an assistant, oh, okay. working on a couple of his own deals he had going on. So I've got a good open house story that I'll share with you okay. um, that really kicked off, I would say, the, the whole business. So um, I had a referral from a friend of, of somebody that they knew. I didn't know them, that they were listing their house for sale and they were interviewing agents. So I got to just kind of get into the mix of the interview. I did, you know, different things on YouTube and talked to my broker and kind of got a generic listing presentation together. I did <laughs> you watch videos on YouTube on, on uh, how to do a listing presentation? Absolutely. Yeah. And it, awesome, we, it was all better than every, anything I knew at the time. Do you, do you remember what you watched? I probably watched 20, 30 different things. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. cool. That's great that it's um, out there. Yeah. It is. It is great. There's a ton of great information on there. Um, so it gave me a chance to get together something I felt was professional and um, I, I put together a cloud CMA for them that looked nice, gave them all the info of, this, of the area. They interviewed three agents and I got the listing from them. So no, let me stop you there. What, what, for, first of all, how'd you get the, how'd you beat the other two agents, right? You never sold a house in your life. You know, it was your first listing appointment. Most people be scared to death. I'm never going to get it. What'd you do? I focused on the strong points I felt like I was good at and didn't talk about what experience I didn't have. Like what? Um, like what'd you say? I, well, I mean, first of all, I gave them, I, I feel like I presented myself well. I feel like I presented the information well of the area, um, being from the area. I, I happened to know a couple local people that they knew. Uh, I managed, property managed their favorite restaurant, which was across the street from their house. That gave me a little bit of validation. I put together a good report and I, I was knowledgeable on what I was talking about, even though my experience was really new. And I felt that they were comfortable with me. And basically, you know, that that's all I did. I really didn't. I, I just, you know, they ended up choosing to work with me. And that was um, that that house gave me like seven deals in less than two months. Okay, so let, let's talk about how. Okay, so obviously, you do like a broker caravan day. Um, I listed the house, I think within two days, we did our broker caravan day where the agents came through an open house. The following day, um, I did a, a community-wide open house, and um, I had a, a gentleman come in um, that wanted the house. He needed to sell a home, so we ended up talking over the next day or two. Um, we wrote an offer on the home I was just listing, contingent on him selling his property, which was a rental property down the street, so I listed that for him. So I, I double-ended the, the deal that I got, the listing deal, 
put his house on the market. Um, at the same open house, I met another lady that I talked to for probably 20 minutes. Um, she was looking, that house wasn't exactly what she was looking for, but I got, asked her for information, asked her if she was working with anybody. She wasn't, um, started kind of leading her in the right direction of what she was looking for and, um, listed her house for sale, sold her a house. And that in the month later listed her best friend's house and sold her a house all from that one open house. It was, I think it was six or seven deals that I pulled out of that one day of an open house. And those also turned into a couple other referrals recently. And so it was, you know, some people say it was luck. I say I kind of asked the right questions. Well, people. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I don't believe it was luck, but what <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about what you asked. What, like, what are you saying to these people? Well, I think, I, I, I never, ever do any type of a hard sales pitch. I usually talk to them and just try to understand what it is that they're looking for and what they're trying to achieve out of, um, you know, their house hunting. And so I usually just let them tell me what they're, you know, they, if you don't, you don't have to ask a lot of questions. If you just let them talk, they'll tell you most everything that you're wanting to know. And um, I, I'll ask them if they're working with a local real estate agent. If they are, then you know, sometimes I know the agent, sometimes I don't. I tell them, you know, great, and your agent's definitely going to work you in the right direction. I answer any questions that I think that, that they have that I might be able to help with um, in the area. And if they don't work with an agent, um, after I've been talking with them for a few minutes, I, I uh, usually will ask them um, for their contact info, and I can reach out and send them over either properties or, um, you know, we can text each other back and forth different questions they might have as they're going through things. So I, I do a really soft sale um, and it's seemed to work out really well for me, but I feel like a lot of people just don't ask the questions. And, um, you know, I always ask everybody if they're working with someone and if they aren't and they're looking, I mean, that's, a, that's as face-to-face -face as much of a warm lead as I could want, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think people don't give it enough credit, you know? Right. I think people don't give enough credit. The rapport that you can build face to face, and they and you know it's easy for them to you brush through people at open houses or brush through people when they meet them and show them houses. But you really should be trying to hold on to them for as long as you can and talking to them as long as you can. Right, and that's that's where I feel like I try to get everything that I'm doing is to get face to face with somebody so I can have the conversations with them, and I feel like when I am face to face that I, I can win that uh, person over to being, you know, somebody I can work with. Um, I think I can get them to um, like me and trust me. And that's kind of the two things that I shoot for. What sort of um, technology or phone apps and stuff are you using that's working good for you? So I think technology is the future of our business. I think, um, you know, if we get into a little bit of the, uh, the uh, gift that I sent over for the toolbox, I kind of wrote down, you know, like the, the five or six points that I think are the most important thing. Um, and, and for me, it's been based on technology. And I think that the future of this business is going to be about video marketing, having yourself out in front of the market on things like this, what you and I are doing. I, I think that Zillow and realtor.com and those types of things have been great for me. I've got into Zillow about four months ago, five months ago. Um, I did, a, uh, did about $1,500 a month in advertising. I sold three homes out of it, which what? was, uh, so that was about an $8,500 uh, 
um, investment, and I made about forty five thousand off of it. Okay, so give me specifics. Like, so obviously, first of all, you know, for your first year, and I guess, you know, let's put this in perspective. Okay, so you would make twenty grand a year off of um, three restaurants. What? What were your expenses when you had all three? Like, what do you think all the expenses added up to be in a month? <laughs> well, I did probably. You know, if, if you were, if you looked at the restaurants and say I was doing you know, five or $600,000 a year in sales. I mean, I was lucky when I was breaking even. That's why I say that. So 20, you were spending 50 grand a month per restaurant. So you were, you were, yeah. you were, you were spending over a hundred, a hundred thousand, close to 150,000 a month, right? Probably 50, about 40 to 50,000 a month. That was between all three. That's probably what I was doing. It was about between the four to 600, not each restaurant. Okay. So still your mind was stretched. So that, you know, 50 grand a month was your expenses. So when you came into real estate, for you to, for you to plop down $8,500 a month, 8500 bucks to Zillow to get 45000 back, a lot of people, there's no way they would do that their first year. You did it, would you, what was that, all at once or over the course of a month or what? Um, it's a six-month program, which I've still got two months left. So it was, it was 1500 a month is what I did, which okay. totaled about eight, eight something. And so then what you do, like how, like specifically, why do you think you sold so many deals from that where a lot of people get Zillow leads and, and, and they're not closing that sort of ratio? I feel like I was available. I was willing to work. I answered my phone. I would, again, the biggest thing for me was trying to get face to face with people. So, you know, I think some people would get you know, I've heard from other people I work with that they would get irritated with questions and things that a lot of the Zillow leads would ask them. And I just went with it as if it was anybody, you know, that I could get in front of. So I don't X anybody out. Um, I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to answer questions um, regardless of how they sound or, you know, what types of questions they're asking. I mean, I, I'm sure I asked a lot of dumb questions in the beginning too, and I'm supposed to be the agent. So you know, for me, it was trying to get in front of them. And so for me to go show somebody a house or to meet them somewhere to give them some information, that was my goal was to get the conversation into not having them commit to working with me or anything like that. There was no sales part of it. It was just, how can I get in front of them? Is it through a video that I can send them on a text? Is it through something that I can get them into a house that they're looking at it, that they're calling about? And, and so I feel like I tried to do that enough that it got me three homes. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been ebooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text Toolbox to 444-999. That's Toolbox to 444-999.
So, so a video and a text, what do you mean by that? I think that if you can get somebody to look at you, that is almost the same response that they can get is meeting you and face to face. So if I could send you an email saying, you know, Hey Pat, thanks for calling today. I'd like to get together if we can in the near future and go over some of the details you're looking for in the area. I'd rather try to send you that in a video instead of an email, because I feel like you can get that same feeling about somebody, you know, versus just a phone call or an email. So, so you would just shoot, you would just shoot a quick video on your phone yeah. and then just text it to him. Hey, Hey Phil, how you doing? Da, 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 and then you just, email, you just text it to him. Yeah. And it would be very informal, but I would use their name and it'd make it seem like that, it, you know, I was sending it to them and it's, you know, I, per, even, even today, I don't get text with videos. So I think it's something that, you know, is a good touch for them to be able to say, you know, Hey, that's the guy that we talked to and just kind of have a face to relate something to. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I love it. I mean, you're just, you're just, you're not afraid, right. To like, to go right to them. No. And, and, and like how, how persistent were you in following up or how are you in following up on these leads? Probably not as much as I should be, but I tried again. My, my philosophy has been based on like just more of the soft sale. I'm, I'm here to help as much as I can. And I tell people up front, you can't call me too many times. I am always willing to work. I don't have office hours i'm pretty much you know i like that i like that quote you, you can't call me too many times yeah so i i really push the idea of you know text me call me send me an email um i'm here I, i'm working for you in the deal so use me as much as you can and i think that helps that eliminates them having you know and some people maybe do that a little too much but i it doesn't bother me i mean that's okay and and usually if they have a question they're looking or they're being active. So, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but as far as staying on them and keeping in touch, I'll send a text, um, even if it's just a regular text or a video, but I kind of just want to, I usually try to gauge what it is that they're trying to accomplish and achieve. So that way I have, you know, kind of that, I, I'll take notes on, you know, what the timeframes are and what they're looking for, some properties, just try to get back in front of them again. Even if you don't, have stuff that they're looking for, maybe going to lunch or doing something else. It's just, I think being back in front of people is important. And so from Jumpstart, you're doing residential, commercial, and property management. You, you know, and a lot of people, you know, take some years to, if, if, and most never get into all three. Um, what made you decide to get into all three from day one and have the say- confidence to do all three from day one? Um, it, it, that came from my broker. So, you know, the year before I got into real estate, um, my broker is a, is a very well-known, highly respected commercial agent locally where I live. And we know all the same people. I was in the restaurant business. He was the one that kind of was poking me saying, you know, why don't you get your license? Why don't you work with me? Why aren't you doing this? You, you've killed yourself for 10 years and you know how good you would do and make this money. And I, I honestly kind of took his belief in the beginning of saying, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's right. Maybe there is something for me here, even though my passion has been real estate and I always liked it. I never went out and got my license and, and took advantage of it. And so that conversation between him and I, it probably happened 10 or 15 times 
in the year before I ended up going out and trying to get my license and just getting my, you know, getting my books and doing that stuff. So with him, um, it gave me a comfort of like a place to work because that was never a thought, like, where would I go? And he has been so good to me. And um, we have another broker in our office that does the residential side of things for us. And they, they've both been, I mean, just great people, easy to work with. I love them both. They're so knowledgeable. They've both been in the business a long time. The confidence that I had came, I would say, number one, the competitive side of like being an athlete and wanting to know things. So the things that bothered me that I didn't know, I would watch the YouTube videos. I would try to read the book. I would listen to different podcasts and I would, I would try to understand the, the concepts that I didn't, you know, I've got some great, you know, stories in the beginning when other agents would try to talk to me and I would have no clue what they were talking about, you know, and kind of just roll with it. And then, and then Google, you know, well, what is an RPA that they keep talking about? I've never heard of that, <laughs> you know? So um, going through that kind of stuff for me was, just trying to understand it. The, the restaurant side and the commercial side, I had already been in for 10 years. I had done yeah. office, I've done leases and all that. You know, so that one. Yeah. It's kind of like an, an expand, uh, you know, your mind is expanded. Number one, your mind, it was expanded because you surrounded yourself with some people that did do all three, right? Where most residential agents are just surrounded by other residential agents, right? Doing right. Then, you know, your mind was expanded um, because you ran companies that, were very expense heavy. Your mind was expanded because you worked in a in a vortex of workaholism, workaholism, however you want to say it. You worked in a, the restaurant business, and I used to be in the restaurant business. You know, it's, it it takes nonstop hustle, and 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 that served you well when you, you transferred over to real estate. And and your mind, uh, and and because of that, because you were spending so much money. Um, your mind was expanded. So if Zillow asked you for 8,500 bucks or whatever, you were like, no problem. That's cost of doing business. Let me do it and let the chips fall where they may. And look, look what's happened. You got 45 grand out of that money already. What, so let's talk about what, what else you're doing. Like what else are you doing now that's new and exciting to get you uh, buyers and or listings? So here's what, here's what I did. I'm, Super grateful and excited for my last 12 months, 14 months, but I have big goals. I have a big vision of what I want to do. I do want to have my own brokerage. Um, I want to create something in our local area here. I'm, I'm from this small area, was born here, and I want to um, do something that's going to be great for the community. And I've upped my goals for what I want to do for 2019. So I want to sell a minimum of 100 homes next year. That's my goal. Um, Let me get this straight. So you've sold, you know, 26, right? Plus about eight other deals, let's say, six or eight other deals, 30-some. You're, you're basically going to triple that in the next 12 months is what your goal is. I would say in the next, you know, 14, 15 months, the goal is to triple that number. Correct. Okay, so, so what are you going to do differently? Well, what I did differently was, first of all, I didn't feel like I could do it myself, meaning... I don't have the, I don't have the answers to sell a hundred homes. I've never done it. I've never been in a position to do it. So I started seeking out some real estate coaching and I ended up finding a lady, Krista Mayshore, who I ended up just seeing a couple of Facebook ads, to be honest with you. And I watched them. I kind of got in contact with them. I did a little interview call. Um, and based on everything she was doing and saying, I related to her concepts and I knew it was a struggle for me to do a lot of the things that she was teaching. 
And she was averaging 130, 150 homes a year for 16 years in a row. And the way that I've always been, even as an athlete, is that, you know, I want to link arms with the people that are doing what I want to do. So again, it put me in that position, just like Zillow did, where I had to come up with a, a fairly large financial commitment and be able to say, you know, this is worth it for me. And I, and, and you know, I'm only two months into my coaching, a six month coaching program. And if it had to end today, I'm, I feel like my money's already been well worth it. It's so, been so, so what did you spend? 10 grand. Okay. So 10 grand. So you've already made 10 grand back. Um, I haven't made 10 grand back based on that. I've learned at least 50 to a hundred thousand dollars worth of information. That's going to, I put it this way. I now understand and see how to sell a hundred homes next year. Got it. Um, Got it. So, it's a mind expander and you will. I mean, Chris has been on the show um, and, and, and great, great technique she has and incredible uh, systems that she has. And what I like about her systems is, you know, they're listing focused, right? right. They're listing. For, if you guys haven't heard that episode, you definitely want to scroll back. It was only a couple episodes ago and, and listen to that. I love anything that's listing focused. There's a lot. There's so much stuff out there that's buyer focused now. And to be able to buy something that's listing focused is, um, is going to give you so much of an edge. As an agent, like, so what are you putting in place? Are you running the Facebook videos? Yeah, I am. So I'm just getting into that right now. But, you know, the biggest thing for me was, I mean, to be honest with you, my, my results in the last 14 months has come from no, no foundation of technology or a CRM or uh, Facebook videos or any type of advertising outside of what I did on Zillow. So the coaching program for me is, is really setting up my entire foundation, meaning I've got a website that goes live, I think, tomorrow or the next day. Um, I've got a CRM that I'm learning and using. What CRM? Real Vault. Real Vault, V-A-U-L-T? V-O-L-V-E, Real Vault. Oh, Real Vault. And why'd you choose that? Because that's what my coach was using, and I'm going to do every single thing she said for the first 12 months. Okay. And what's, what's, what's cool that you like about Real Vault? Um, I couldn't tell you. I never used another one. Oh, you, I, haven't, you haven't set it up yet? I've set it up, um, but I, I don't know what to compare it to. But what I do like about it is um, the tracking kind of being right in front of you, and they have different um, workflows that you can kind of follow your transactions through um, compared to me just having it on a big whiteboard and things like that. I'm excited about it. I don't know too much about it yet to really get into any detail. But, um, again, it's, it's one of the processes that I'm setting up to put myself in a position to achieve my goals for next year. So that's my focus. That's awesome, dude. All right, so uh, let me ask you this. Let's, let's, let's finish this up with our flagship question, and that is this. If I took you, right, and I put you on an island. Now, it's not a deserted island. It's an island with a lot of people on it. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of houses, a lot of commerce, a lot of things going on. But I put you on there with nine other agents, and I'm going to make this fun. Let's just say it's nine other agents that have only been in business a year. Right. And I said to you, okay, Paul, here's the deal. Now I'm going to make yours a little different too, because most, most of the time I only give the agents a thousand dollars, but I'm going to give you 10, I'm going to give you, yeah. So let, let's give you $10,000, a phone, a laptop, th those three things. And I'm going to say, go out there 
and sell as many houses as you can in the next six months. Whoever sells the most houses in that six months period gets a $2 million check. Now, I want you to tell me what you would do uh, very specifically, right? Exact actions uh, to win the $2 million. Okay. First off, whenever I go back into talking about like your brand of how you are and how you represent yourself, I do that every day. I try to always do everything. Like I think doing the right thing is always the right thing. I always have my clients interest first. So when I'm out in front of people or meeting people, that's my, that's my target is to get them to like and trust me and, and just me as a person. Now I do real estate, so I want that to come across for that, but it has to start somewhere. And that for me is the integrity of yourself. So for me, I would spend a majority of all of that money doing Facebook video ads and it would get me out in front of more people than you could do on your own, door knocking or doing things like that. And then I would be in the community. I would be out talking to people face to face to build a relationship with them because you're giving me six months. I can get someone to like and trust me probably with meeting them a few times at a restaurant or going to a community event, volunteering, doing something else, maybe letting people know what I'm doing, you know, and I, I get that by asking them what they do. You know, I say, what are, what are you, what is, what do you do for work, Pat? And then they'll always ask you what you do. If you ask them, then they'll ask you. So starting the conversation and, and having the face-to-face conversations, I would say over those six months with 10 grand in a place I've never been, I could get, I could get to, you know, seven, seven to 10 homes sold in that six month period, maybe more. I'm just saying that would be something I could comfortably say I could do. And I would hope that would win the $2 million check. But for me, it's so what would you do? Would you do Zillow ads? Would you do, I, um, I would Facebook do ads, videos? What I would do Facebook ads because I could target that exact spot that I'm in and I would be just, you know, it's still the best priced advertising tool out there in my opinion. So I would do multiple videos, um, sending them to get home values to a, you know, what's my home worth landing page. Um, I would be giving back value to them somehow to get them to click on something else to get in front of them more. Um, I would try to be involved in other things of the community that everybody else is going to, um, to meet other people. Um, I would probably use some of that money to try to sponsor a local, you know, little league team, something to get into being in front of other people with your name. I I feel like you building the relationship, you're you're only giving me the six months to do it. So you got to work really quick in the beginning and get that going. But I, I think social media video marketing is still number one, by far fastest way to reach people compared to anything else I could do. I would maybe mix in a few Zillow leads in there, but for me, Zillow is a longer term play. Short term, I would need to be in front of people quicker. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about your free gift, Paul. As you know, everybody that comes on the show brings a free gift, an item of utility that agents around the world can use on a regular basis to sell more houses. Let's hear them, Paul. Based on my experience, not having too much information on a gift, I'm doing six questions slash quotes that I think have empowered my business. That's awesome. Let's, let's address a couple of them. Give me, give me two of them. How about that? 
right here, okay. and then I'll put the total six of them on hybendigital.com, backslash Paul Swack, S-W-A-C-K. I'm also going to put it uh, in the agent success toolbox at hybendigital.com, backslash toolbox, or you can text the word toolbox to 444-999. But Paul, give me two of them. Okay, so um, the first one is embracing technology as if your business depends on it so that your, so that your daily actions are based, your, your advertising and actions are in line with what your goals are. So for me to sell 100 homes, I know what I have to do in order to get there. If you, you know, do this business, your goal is to sell 20 homes, it just needs to be in line. So for me, I know that if I want to sell 100 homes, I just work it backwards. So what do I need to do in order to get to that point? So for me, that was something, embracing technology and what that is for the real estate business and how to be out in front of more people, to me is is very, very important. The second one that I would go into is um, I just said, what's your brand with a question mark. And this is something I've had a lot of conversation with other agents locally about, you know, you ask an agent like about branding and what they're doing. The first thought that they usually think about is like a logo. My first thought is how do you hold yourself around the community? What type of way do you introduce people to your, how do you meet people? How do you come across to people? Because I think you are the brand. I don't care about my logo. I think that I'm the brand of my business. And, you know, am I going to piss somebody off at a stop sign and yell and scream at somebody? No, it's, it's a different way of, of going about understanding that I'm the brand. So, you know, am I going to get drunk at a local bar? No, I'm going to go out and meet people, have fun and do the things that I like to do always. But how you carry yourself, how you respect people, shake people's hands, the way that you interact with everything that you do is your brand and your real estate business, in my opinion. So I think that to me is very, very important because whenever you go back to the technology and you're trying to get out in front of people, you don't want to be representing yourself good on camera and bad off camera. That's going to kill you, in my opinion. So those are two of the six. Like there's, there's some other really good ones on there that I think are super important to your success, at least have been to mine. And again, just, you know, plugging into all the stuff like the podcast, super happy to be on here with you and, um, you know, just learning. I think if you can spend at least 30 minutes to an hour a day learning, just trying to do something. I mean, there's so much information out there. That's awesome, dude. Great advice. Great advice, guys. So all that, all six of them will be on hybendigital.com backslash Paul Swack. Paul, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. Uh, best of luck to you and all your future endeavors, bro. And uh, if I'm ever out that way, let's get together and we can break some bread. That sounds great. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me and thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, go to Real Estate Rockstars Radio right on Facebook and join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show. 
and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.